This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome everyone to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Thanks for tuning in today's show uh, called Retirement Readiness. This topic is going to cover a wide variety of items to take into consideration in order to help ensure that you're going to have the retirement of your dreams. At this time, I'd like to welcome to our show, our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. And thanks for having me on the show once again, Baron and Simon. Uh, I always learn something from you guys. I always manage to do that. And so uh, I'm paying attention today because it sounds like retirement readiness. Obviously, when my wife and I get to that point, we want to be ready to go. I've had a great couple of weeks, spent it with family, friends. Uh, how about you guys? How have you been? Uh, my week was pretty good. We were busy with, uh, we did a couple of uh, planning events, educational events for our clients and um, just sitting down with some new clients, starting to put together some plans. And the weekend was uh, nice and relaxing. Just did some stuff around the house and a little bit of work outside as well. All right, Simon, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Tony. Thanks for asking. As Baron said, we had a good week and uh, just got to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Looking forward to today's show. We got some interesting uh, points to make, as you talked about, and everybody always likes to be ready and wants to discuss retirement. So looking forward to it. Well, yeah. So maybe you could start us off then, Simon. Why is it so important that we take measures and plan ahead to be ready for retirement? Well, Tony, there are many factors that come into play when it comes to planning out your retirement. It's important to take into consideration a lot of these factors. You know, it seems kind of obvious, but, you know, oftentimes it just gets overlooked and we think it's going to be there. So, you know, we want to kind of consider, you know, at what age do we want to retire so that we can plan for that particular age and be prepared. You know, consider when to claim Social Security benefits, as we've talked about in some of the past shows, and we'll touch on a little bit later, I'm sure, today. There is a significant difference in the amount of Social Security received based on when you file, especially for a couple out there. So big considerations there. You know, we want to talk about how you plan on creating retirement income. You know, a lot of times Social Security in and of itself isn't going to be enough. So what are the other supporting factors going to be? Do you have a pension? Can you draw from your investments and savings? And how much do you need to have set aside to do that? And we want to talk about how you plan to spend your time in retirement. You know, part of that readiness factor is that mental side of things is you know, the transition between the working years and retirement. So, you know, what do you want to do when you get there? Plan ahead, come up with some goals, some plans, uh, find hobbies and times and things to enjoy, as well as what type of legacy you want to leave behind. You know, you hopefully you'll have time to think about that more so in your retirement years. But part of that is saving sometimes for those particular goals. And you need to have a large part of that done before you get to retirement. 
So those are a few of the items uh, that will you know help you become ready for retirement, so to speak, and we'll discuss them a little bit further as we go along. Well, yeah, and Simon, to start us off, how do you help your clients determine at what age they want to retire then? That's the first step, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's a good question. There's no right or wrong answer there. Uh, your retirement age depends on your own specific situation. You know, some people have a preset age or goal in mind as they approach retirement. You know, some of it might have been influenced by family or coworkers that have an idea of the, what the right time is. Um, other things you might consider your health, you know, any hereditary factors that might shorten your life expectancy or make it longer uh, than average. Um, you know, on the shorter side, you might say, well, if was, there is some hereditary issues, some genetic issues there that might be uh, cause a problem down the road, you might want to retire early to help ensure that you get to enjoy some of your retirement years and good health. Um, speaking of which, some career fields are extremely physically demanding and result in early retirement is kind of a standard situation there. So things you want to make sure that you're planning uh, ahead for and preparing and saving enough for those early retirement scenarios. Um, in some cases, people just love their work. You know, they want to plan to work well past the standard age. So that gives you a little bit of extra time to retire. You know, but there are factors um, that you can take into consideration that can help you determine um, what would be the best age for you. The idea is to give it some thought, you know, because it may make a big difference in the way that you approach your planning towards those retirement goals. So, Baron, what are some factors you suggest we take into consideration? when we try to figure out uh, what age we need to retire at? Well, I mean, since there are no set rules as to when you should retire, as Simon mentioned, you know, it's going to be really specific to your situations. You know, there are some indicators, though, to help you guide, you know, help guide you as to when the best time for you in particular may be the best time to retire. Um, for instance, at age 59 and a half, you can begin withdrawing from your retirement savings such as you know your 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, things of that nature, without paying a penalty. If you're taking it before 59 and a half, uh, you actually incur a penalty as well as a 10% penalty from the IRS. So um, that's one thing that you can consider as far as if you need to start withdrawing at that point. Now, we don't necessarily recommend you start beginning withdrawing that early, but you maybe you're well enough off where you're comfortable retiring at an earlier age. So that's typically the first point of when you can start you know, taking from your retirement savings without any penalty. Also, um, under current Social Security regulations that can be found right on their website, www.ssa.gov, age 62 is the first year that you begin uh, eligibility to collect your Social Security benefits. Um, Medicare becomes available to you at the age of 65. And the full retirement age, depending upon what year you were born, is 66 or 67 um, for collecting your Social Security benefit. Uh, at age 70, there is no scenario ever that it makes sense to file for Social Security. After you've reached uh, age 70, you actually uh, have to start begin taking Social Security at that point. Even though this doesn't give you an exact time, you know, as far as when you might consider retiring, it does provide you with some insight uh, as to what becomes available to you when, depending upon your retirement age. Well, Baron, at what age can we uh, claim our Social Security benefits? Well, as I just mentioned before, you can begin to receive uh, benefits as early as 62. 
Um, however, if you start taking benefits at 62, you're going to forever reduce your um, benefit, what you would receive at your full retirement age. Um, I, there's actually a pretty interesting stat, almost 50% of people aged 62 um, file for their social security benefits, which is really, you know, to me, an alarming stat considering people are living longer and longer and longer. Um, but if you do that, again, just understand that you're going to really, you're going to forever reduce your benefit um, from what you would have been able to receive at your full retirement age, or even if you waited longer. At age 62, you're only going to get 75% of your primary insurance amount, um, also referred to as your PIA. You might have heard that. That's the amount that you receive at full retirement age. And your full retirement age is determined by, you know, what year you were born. But depending upon your lifespan, if you choose to take your Social Security benefit right at 62, it's going to reduce the amount of Social Security that you are going to receive over your entire lifetime. So that's a, that's a, that's a pretty big decision to make at that point. Yeah, that's really important. And I know that that can make or break somebody's retirement. You want to maximize those benefits. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment. Baron, is there anything you'd like to add before we take a quick break here? Well, just that preparing for retirement, whether you know it's understanding your Social Security benefits as far as when to start taking them, um, learning about mistakes to avoid, you know, those things can really be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking. We encourage everyone that's listening out there to visit our website, www.wellingtonanners.com, or call our office at 855-793-2409, and we'll actually be able to um, give you a complimentary retirement income toolkit, which uh, you can receive if you sit down with one of our complimentary consultations. That toolkit is really pretty, um, uh, pretty good in helping you prepare for retirement, it's, it's dedicated to help you provide information about Social Security planning, income planning, um, tax planning, legacy planning, asset allocation, things of those natures. So it's something that we feel is a very valuable source that we provide to our clients. And again, anyone that was listening to the uh, show, um, you're welcome to receive that complimentary by either just calling our uh, office or visiting our website. All right. Thanks, Baron. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory by visiting wellingtonadams.com or by calling us at 855-793-2409. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory and our co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, in this show, we've been covering some of the factors that come into play when it comes to planning for your retirement. So far, we've covered ways to determine when you could retire and when you should claim your Social Security benefit. And a little bit we touched on as far as if you were to claim early, how that can affect your benefits down the road in the future for you. Right. It's been a great discussion. Now, uh, Simon, if Social Security doesn't cover all of our expenses in retirement, uh, how do we find additional income? 
Are there ways to do that? Yeah. Yeah, Tony, that's a good question. There certainly are. You know, when a retiree finds a gap in their income needs for retirement, there are a handful of ways that they can fill that gap. You know, to start, it's beneficial um, for you to determine how much money you'll need in retirement. And we touched on that a little bit in the first segment. Knowing how much you'll need, of course, is going to be different for everyone. You know, a general rule of thumb that we hear from time to time is that retirees will need um, somewhere between 70 to 80% of their pre-retirement income to maintain their current lifestyle. You know, it's based on a few assumptions, you know, mortgages changing, taxes, and some of those situations being different. Um, so it's all, you know, everybody's situation is different, but that's a good rule of thumb to start with uh, for a lot of folks. Um, once you figure out what the amount is that you need, the next step is uh, to figure out uh, what a beneficial investment strategy uh, would be, the options, the tools to help you achieve those income goals. Next, you want to decide, you know, when you will need that money, as we talked about earlier, you know, when's the ideal time to retire and figuring that out is going to help trigger that figuring there as to how much money you'll need and at what stage of retirement, how long it'll last. You know, if you need a lifetime of income to fill a shortfall rather than just bridge a gap, it's encouraged to seek out a tool that will help do that and that you won't run out. You know, it seems obvious, of course, when you say it out loud. Um, but so many people just start to withdraw funds from the same portfolio that they've had over the years, same way that they've invested in their 401ks or just making slight adjustments. But there's so many flaws in that that we can't even begin to address them right now. So making sure that you have the right strategy in place and kind of knowing when and how to implement that's going to be a big factor there. Well, once we know how much income we're going to need in retirement then, uh, Baron, what's the next step we need to take? Well, as Simon mentioned, you know, first we got to figure out what the amount is that you need, um, you know, as far as finding the right benefit investment strategies and tools and things of that nature. So once, you know, you, you're matching your income need with your, the key step is really to match your income need with the correct investment strategy and tools that are available to you. Um, obviously, every investment that, has, that is out there provides different things for uh, specific needs. So when, for example, you take your healthcare costs, your potential emergencies, you also have to plan for perhaps moving um, or if you want to travel in retirement and you have to take all these other retirement expenses into account. Once you do that, um, you're really giving your calculator a workout. So you want to maximize your retirement benefits to meet your lifetime income needs. Um, we feel that the best approach is to craft a solid income plan and then have a, a, you know, a financial service professionals help work with you to allocate your assets to match that specific retirement and investment objective. Well, how do you help people create a retirement income then? Well, I mean, what we like to do is, is we like to use uh, something called the risk rule of 100. It's a time-tested financial theory. It's been around forever. It's simple and it works. Um, you take the number 100, you subtract your age, and whatever amount is left over is the amount that should be um, placed at risk at any given moment. And that's also going to be commensurate with what your own risk tolerance level is. So, you know, with that in mind, that number can vary a little bit, either more towards the aggressive side or more towards the conservative side, just depending upon the um, client's nature and itself. Um, it's going to be different for every single person. But the rule of 100 really does a great job of helping, helping people organize their assets and as well as understand what types of assets that they may have. You know, as Simon mentioned earlier, you know, the types of investments that you have while you're working and accumulating your assets 
oftentimes they're not going to be appropriate for you for once you're approaching retirement or already in retirement. You know, so you want to basically understand that your assets are going to be subject to uh, a specific level of risk and what kind of risk are they exposed to. The Rule of 100 report provides a, a visual showing the importance of just having that well-balanced retirement strategy. It can really be a, a very eye-opening experience to review. A lot of times my clients feel um, or think they have investments that are, uh, you know, that they're really kind of on the conservative side when in fact they're subjected to a lot more market risk than they may know. Um, you should know that this isn't all you need to fill your in, you know, in income gap in retirement. Um, the rule of 100 is just simply a place to start, but it really helps people organize their money into uh, the differences between red money and green money. Um, I think I'll let Simon get into a little bit about the differences between those two types of money. Well, sure. Simon, give us an explanation then of what red and green money is. What do you mean by that? Sure, Tony. Um, you know, the risk rule of 100 report gives you kind of two determining factors that Baron touched on there, the green money and the red money. So when we're talking about green money, you know, that's the type of money, type of investments there that offer principal protection. That means that there's no downside risk to your money like there is in things like the stock market investments. But you have to keep in mind that there are other types of risks that are there um, besides just market risk. You know, an obvious one right now is that those safer investments tend to have lower rates of return. So you got to keep in mind the effect that that'll have on inflation over the long run. So picking the right balance there, uh, making the right decisions there is key um, when we're talking about lifetimes of income. The other side of the coin is the red money. This is money that can go up or down in value. It's typically subject to things, uh, the, the market risk, you know, invested in the market. And as uh, we touched on earlier, there's different levels of risk, you know, stocks versus bonds and things like that. Some are more aggressive or less aggressive. Um, but the key there is finding the right balance between the two. You know, how much red or green money does each person need? Uh, that risk rule of 100 is a good fundamental place to start. And then you want to look at some of those other factors like everybody's individual risk tolerance, the amount of assets that they have in relation to the amount of income that they're going to need and kind of go from there. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to understand these concepts like uh, red money and green money, uh, high risk, low risk. Uh, unfortunately, our time is up for this segment. We have to take another quick break here. Simon, do you have any closing comments before we do? Well, Tony, you know, at Wellington Adams, in our planning process, it's truly to provide uh, our clients with clarity, knowing that they will have a reliable income during their retirement, as well as a legacy to pass on to their loved ones. You know, if you want to find out more about that red money versus green money or get a copy of that retirement income toolkit, feel free to visit our website or call us at the office. You know, the toolkit is a great uh, option there, as Baron touched on in the first segment there. Kind of goes over four sections of your retirement, income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. We're kind of touching on income planning a little bit today and some of those factors around it, but it'll help you kind of develop those three other aspects as well and outline a plan for retirement. You can check us out on the web at wellingtonadams.com or give us a call at 855-793-2409. We'd encourage the listeners to reach out to us today to get uh, those things Take advantage of those tools and get their retirement started on the right foot. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. 
give us a call at 855-793-2409 or wellingtonadams.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. And welcome back to our last segment for this show of Financially Tuned titled Retirement Readiness. In the last two segments, we talked about ways to determine when you could retire, um, when you could claim your Social Security benefit. And then we also touched base on the importance of retirement income um, you know, so that it lasts as long as you do and ways to accumulate that income. In the last portion of the show, um, we want to address the importance of creating a lifestyle plan and as well as a legacy plan so that you can pass on as much as possible to your next generation. Well, lifestyle planning, that's interesting. I mean, that seems like it'll be a fairly easy topic to talk about. Why is it so important for us to have a lifestyle plan, Simon? Well, Tony, that's a great question to get us started. It's a simple one, so we'll just touch on it briefly as we uh, get our discussion going today. Um, When planning for how someone wants to live in retirement, you know, many times they focus more heavily on where their income is going to come from and fail kind of to decide how they want to live in their retirement years. You know, here we're referring to the type of lifestyle that you enjoy rather than just the basic income needs. You know, rather, what will that income be used for? You know, taking time to outline how you want to spend those retirement years. We had a good discussion on the radio a couple weeks back about that. You know, things like, um, you know, things how you want to bless the family, spend time with them, uh, different charitable organizations or uh, hobbies that you're interested in. All those things kind of equate, equate to the lifestyle. Traveling, you know, some of those lifestyles are more expensive than others. So making sure that that is addressed and that you're prepared for that and that has an income aspect outlined to uh, support it as well. Well, Baron, what are some ways that we can begin planning for our retirement living after we've planned out our retirement income? Well, in addition to planning how much money you're going to need in retirement, there are many, many options to choose from as far as planning on what you want your retirement life to look like and what you want to do in retirement, as Simon just briefly touched base on. Um, A couple of other examples, for instance, um, you know, there are multiple ways to keep you motivated when your working days are over, such as exercising. I mean, it sounds simple, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, if they retire, they may not have planned on what they want to do in retirement. So all they're doing is just kind of sitting down and hanging out, watching TV or something. Um, It's really proven that uh, doing that can be detrimental to your health. You know, exercising, exercising has been proven to not only provide a physical release, but also a mental one. Uh, Also, another way you can consider just begin working again. You know, a lot, you know, for myself, I like to keep busy I don't know if I'm ever going to just be able to retire and not do anything as far as work is concerned. Uh, It may be the last thing on your mind (laughs) once uh, you've decided that you want to retire, but you could work somewhere, you know, that you've always wanted to, um, or maybe get into a field that you've always wanted to do, as Simon mentioned before, like hobbies, but you maybe couldn't afford to do it. You know, keep your mind sharp is really what the bottom line is. It's important to keep your mind stimulated in retirement. As we mentioned earlier, many people don't plan for how to spend their retirement when the time comes. So it's really important to just weigh out your options ahead of time as you prepare for your retirement. Yeah, true. 
And last on our list, Baron, why is it important to have a legacy plan? Well, Tony, to start, I mean, legacy planning is a comprehensive assessment of your values and financial goals that's going to help ensure your wealth is preserved, uh, appropriately transferred, and then realized and enjoyed by future generations. Your plan is, you know, should reflect a lifetime of effort and provide the knowledge that your wealth will be passed on to your children as well as your grandchildren. There are many reasons and benefits as to why you want to uh, leave a financial legacy. Um, if you don't plan your legacy, someone else will. And that someone else is usually a combination of the IRS and other government entities, such as lawyers, executors, courts, and accountants. So you really want to make sure um, that you're utilizing someone who has the best interests of your beneficiaries in mind, that they're the ones that are planning your financial legacy. Uh, the distribution of your assets, whether it's in the form of property, stocks, or uh, IRAs, 401ks, liquid assets, things of that nature, it can really be a compliment, uh, complicated undertaking if you haven't left clear instructions about you know, how you want those uh, assets handled. Not having a plan can cost more money and take more time leaving your loved ones to wait sometimes even for years and years. I mean, we've all heard the horror stories, especially with some of the famous people out there that didn't do their legacy planning and how their estates are just dwindled um, and eaten up by court costs. Um, they're going to be receiving less of your legacy than if you had a clear plan. Also, planning your legacy will help your assets be transferred with little delay and little confusion. There are um, certain assets that will help avoid probate. Um, so that's something that we can also help clients with as far as how they're set up. Instead of leaving decisions about how to distribute your estate to your family through attorneys, um, you want to preserve your legacy and your wishes by drafting a clear plan at an early age. Yeah, great point. Now, our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we go, Simon? Listeners, just visit us at the website, uh, wellingtonadams.com, to download a copy of the Retirement Income Toolkit, or give us a call at the office to request a copy, 855-793-2409. That Retirement Income Toolkit is a great place to start preparing or outlining your retirement, or if you're in there, make sure in your retirement years, making sure that you're on track. Um, then give us a call, follow up, uh, set up a complimentary review with us uh, to go over that information or help you get started with that. It's never too early to get started. And for those of you approaching retirement and in those retirement years, sit down with us before it's too late. You know, Make sure that you're on track and uh, have some of those issues that we talked about today addressed. Let us help you with that. Again, the phone number here is 855-793-2409. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald. Join us same time, same place next week for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.